1: DNVR Broncos post-game show coming to you from Studio A, where the A stands for ass, as in the Broncos are ass. Going to get worse? Probably. Is this rock bottom? Uh, No, rock bottom was last week. Really? I feel worse. This this was one of the worst
2: games that I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, because even before this, (laughs) Like obviously the Broncos are bad, we've known, but it did feel like you know they have the defense. Like maybe they'll have the spark. Like the first half of that last game, you're like, oh the offense is kind of moving, but now i like, watching that one. It's just straight up, they're just bad. Like there's just bad and there's no 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 goodness about it. Just bad, bad, bad.
1: I guess you're right. It's just you can only re rock bottom. Like how many times can you hit rock bottom? I guess they're just like a bouncy ball.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you go uh, up though but they just keep but that's finding the
1: week. they like oh. work to, they try to work their way up during the week okay. and then they just
2: fall right back down to b- rock bottom. Okay. I can um, get to that. yeah, it's like the the bottom of the ocean is just so deep and you just keep exploring new mm. dark places, you know. Maybe there's like what do they call it
1: where there's like a big fall off on the sand like, oh. like a
0: trench sometimes.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe something like that. There's something all sorts like they they're just like a little pebble and the tide rolls and then they roll down oh. another drop off. Wow. Yeah. That's
2: that that's that's what's happening. Um and honestly guys, I'm watching today, but not just today. Watching the whole season and then watching today is maybe the worst realization about this team that I never thought I would say. The Broncos have to completely rebuild and they are in such a terrible situation in order to do that when you think of rebuild you think of, okay, load up on draft picks, go get, use all the great draft capital you have, and then it's going to take a couple of years. Well, the Broncos aren't in that position with Russell Wilson, uh, and they don't have that first round top five, top three pick because they gave it to Seattle. But this thing, uh, I mean, we, we just see it. And I think we got a little glimpse of it today. The defense is not nearly as good as the stats indicate. Uh, the, the defense is, is not this dominant defense. When when a team wants to do something on them, they're typically able to do it.
1: So this is where I disagree, uh, and, and I totally understand where you're coming from. I just think they quit. Uh, I think, and maybe not even like they thought they quit. They're just so worn down, and they have no belief in the other side of the football that they've lost their edge. They've lost what drives them. They've lost... The desire to play for Nathaniel Hackett and all you know and so on and so forth and so that's why I think you saw what you saw today was a team that especially on the defensive side of the ball has nothing left to give and you just never saw any juice on the field today they came out like a dead fish and just flopped around for you know for 60 minutes so for me that was more of the issue today but the you know the, the the late game drives are a great you know point to what you're saying right
2: right and 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 just i mean the score didn't indicate how much of a blowout this was mm-hmm. it was it was way worse than 23 to 10 and honestly it felt worse than 23 to 3 before the broncos what had their ninth opportunity to score in the red zone uh, on that series the <laughs> garbage time series yeah. they just couldn't get it it was like a joke it was like taunting us like are you just
1: end it? Well, I turned to Henry and I said, "The Broncos are running out the clock on their own comeback try." Yeah. Oh my gosh! And he said
0: that, and I was like, "Wait, comeback? What are you talking about?" And I looked and I was like, "That really is kind of reasonable. Like, it, it just like you take the teams out, comeback is possible there. When you throw in the Broncos, that's why you don't even realize at the time that a comeback is." a potential thing that could happen.
2: Yeah, and clearly it didn't happen. But but really quick, uh, on this defense, um, the Carolina Panthers got to do whatever they wanted from the start of the game, in, in my opinion. They ran the ball 46 times. That's because they and, and, and they ran for four yards to carry, 185 yards. That is the defense not doing good enough because the, the defense knew exactly what was coming, 46 times. But then that is just, I mean, such... Uh, uh punch in the gut to the offense because they just said, all we have to do is run the clock out. We are going to score more points than you. Let's just not have Sam Darnold throw interceptions. And then Sam Darnold, 11 for 19, 164 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions, 103.8 passer rating. I, I, I personally was very disappointed in the defense. And obviously the offense, you just think every week it can't get worse because they're the worst scoring offense in the NFL or bottom three week in and week out. And then it just does get worse. This this was their worst game, uh, and uh, it's against a defense that has some talent, but I think they're the 20th best scoring defense in the NFL coming into this game.
1: So it all leads us to what I would say is the question of the day, which is, is this Nathaniel Hackett's last game as head coach of the Denver Broncos?
2: There's 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 just no returning from this for Nathaniel Hackett. So I don't know if this game is his last one, um, but but I'll stick with what I said last week when we talked about this. I said if it's an embarrassing loss um, against a really bad team, then it will be. And that's just I think it probably should be. Uh, because like you said, Ryan just doesn't seem like the guys are playing hard anymore. Um, and it's, it's so bad on offense, so bad on defense, uh, or or so bad on offense and just as a team, uninspiring at all. So now I don't see a path where Nathaniel Hackett is the coach in 2023. So if you're going to make the move, you might as well do it now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, well, I said again this week, I think if it's a 30 to 10 loss, then he's probably gone. Winds up being twenty three to ten, but it was twenty three to three at one point. Like it was so ugly. Yeah. There's so many things that you point to and say, like, that that's just unacceptable. Unacceptable. And because of that, I think it was
1: enough. And I do think he's gonna get fired tonight. You have remember, there's no I know everyone knows this, but there is no upside to losing. None. Other no. than where your third round pick is, right? Uh, um <laughs> yep. so you have to try to do anything and everything you can to win games. And especially based on my opinion that the defense has quit on Nathaniel Hackett. I think that you have to do the one thing that can probably get them, get their heads back in the game, which is to make their coach, you know, Ejiro Evero, the head coach. And you say, Hey, look, defense, you are playing for, for him to be the head coach you know, like that's your guy play for him, forget all the rest of it. Forget Russ, forget Hackett, forget out and forget Clint Kubiak. You guys are playing for Evero. And that's what you have. That's what you want to be prideful of. That's what you have to hang your hats on. This has to be the end. Um, It's unfortunate. Nathaniel Hackett really is a great guy. uh, And I think I do believe there's a world where this season goes totally different. um, If things hadn't gone off the rails so early, but it, This is the reality Uh, you cannot be three and eight with the investments that they made into this team and with new ownership, not having, you know, had a hand in this. It's time they're sitting there with their four and a half billion dollar investment saying it's time for us to have a hand in this
2: and it, it's time to to blow it all up all up because what did we find out in the past week we found out okay it, this team isn't bad just because of nathaniel hackett's play calling right i mean just an absolutely uh, a bad half second half last week and then just an awful game plan uh and calling of the game and execution starting from Clint Kubiak, obviously Nathaniel Hackett's involved there, and of course Russell Wilson in the offense. But this isn't just you're, you're one coach away, you're one move away. No, no, this thing, you need to completely change this. Uh, and so that's why I think whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's at the end of the season, it's more than just Nathaniel Hackett. And that's kind of the, the worst realization is just it's so bad that it's more than just one move away. But you are at the point where... There's really nothing that Nathaniel Hackett can do realistically uh, to to save his job, and uh, I don't really care about this season, Ryan. And, and while it doesn't matter uh, if the Broncos win or lose these couple of games for the future in terms of uh, getting back on the right track and getting those draft picks because they don't have those picks, uh, it, 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 it does. You, now you need to just start evaluating for next year mm-hmm. and. If that means just having Evero be the head coach to see what he's like then then that's what it's about. So I'm focused on the
0: future 100% now. Yeah. I mean you you still do hope they get just a little bit of momentum at the end? Momentum doesn't matter. Ah, uh, it does. I mean the the difference between finishing 8 NFL. and 9 and finishing 3 and 14 is just so big. But they're
2: not going to so finish
0: big. 8 and 9. Probably not. Probably I mean, not, but, it, but there's a big games. difference. And that's that's the one thing you're playing for is You just hope that you have something to build off of. You have a couple players stand out because right now, like, yes, you need big changes. What do you need to change? Literally everything. Yep. So if you could come away from the next month and a half and say, hey, at least Brandon Johnson looks good, like we got something there, or, you know, Marlon Mack, we can bring him back for next year and he can maybe be our number two, or Mike Boone when he comes back. It's about those little bits and pieces, just
1: having something to work with because you can't you can't just throw everything away there were people in the bar here today saying things along the lines of like you should just bench russ for the rest of the season like say he's hurt and just save face i don't think you can now if he actually is hurt and banged up and you know kind of the conversation we had earlier in the season i'm now at the point where i'm saying yeah you know pull the plug at the same time in my opinion the only thing you can get from this season is momentum for russell wilson right like he has to try and win back some of the you know, the players in that locker. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Russ in the second segment. But he has to try and build some confidence. He has to try and build something. Benching him for the rest of the season and being like, all right, go get him next year, I don't think helps. So I think momentum, it doesn't matter um, as much in terms of wins and losses as it matters in terms of individually. You need these guys to start playing well. You need Pat Sertan to come back a little bit, right? Two back-to-back bad games. He needs to get back on track. And again, I just feel like you 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 took a little bit of the defense's soul every time that you lost a game where they had a great performance, and eventually they just broke. And I think Pat Sertan, who was playing flawless football up until last week, is a microcosm of that larger problem, which is just like they just don't have that same edge that they brought to the table so Mm -hmm. i do think that you kind of have to fire nathaniel hackett just to try and create some sort of change and do something um and and i'm with you zach on the fact that like winning a couple games at the end of the season doesn't translate but you know beat the chiefs it'd be nice would be nice or i mean i know not realistic. it doesn't feel realistic at all right now um you know beat the chargers to avoid getting swept in the division if you can't beat the Chiefs. There's a couple little things that you have to play for, uh, but I think first and foremost, you have to give these guys some energy, which they clearly didn't have today, and that was the most disgusting part of it all to me, is how do you come out flat? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I do understand it, because I sure as hell came in flat. I, didn't, I wasn't excited about this game. I wasn't looking forward to this. You know, and I don't think they were either. But you're in a very different for position, sure. Ryan. For sure. and,
2: and fans at absolutely have hit apathy at this point. These losses don't hurt anymore because people are just ready for this to happen. And they they see it week in and week out. So they're used to this. But players, are you freaking kidding me? If, if you don't like your coach or you don't believe your coach is doing a good job, well, you should still be out there giving it your all. So zero excuse on that end for me. Um, but, but that is something that maybe a new head coach does come in, an interim head coach, and give him a boost. But again, I'm not looking for a boost. I'm looking... To not have Dom Capers be the interim head coach to get this season back on track. No, we're not on this season. It's Evero. See if he can be the guy. See if he can still call the defense while being the head coach. See if he would just prefer to be be the head coach and not call plays on defense. And give him, what do you have? The Broncos are 3-8, and eight, so you have six games left. Give him a six-game sample size and go from there. But and I just, I'm so disappointed with this team from, from top down, oh, starting yeah. starting with George. I mean, going all the way up to just under ownership because ownership hasn't done anything yet. Uh, and from George Payton, all the way down.
1: Well, and, and the fans want blood at this point. Obviously, I've, you know, you're, almost anyone in my mentions wants to see Hackett fired. But I'm also, let's have this conversation since we're going to go to Russ in the second segment. So we'll wrap it up with this here. People also have officially turned on George Payton. Do you think at all he is in danger of losing his job? He should be as well. Um, and
2: uh, George Payton, as, as as I mentioned, Troy Rank said this, um, uh, has said this for a couple of weeks now. George Payton has aced every single quiz, but failed the midterm and the final. I think it's getting more intense than that, though. Because now let's look at more of the moves George Payton made. Instead of just focusing on Russell Wilson, the Russell Wilson extension, and hiring Nathaniel Hackett. How about the Broncos' biggest move in the offseason in free agency? Randy Gregory. How has Randy Gregory been? He's been exactly who Mm -hmm. we thought he was going to be. And the Broncos just turned a blind eye to the injuries. So he has Mm -hmm. now failed. How about the Broncos' first pick in this draft? Nick Benito. I saw him out there today. I literally saw him in... Saw 42. That was the only thing I noticed of him. He is not looking good. You keep going through and looking at at other moves he's made, and other big-time moves are not looking good for George Payton. And uh, if you are going to tear it down, well, you have to look at the very top with George Payton. So I I think he absolutely should be – his job should not just
0: be safe because he's George Payton. Hank? Yeah, I mean, you have to have the conversation. I'm still like – I just can't get rid of him. Because again, like, would another GM have traded for Russell Wilson? I'd say probably yes. Like, you don't know for sure, but I'd say probably yes. Man, that's just such an excuse in my mind, though.
2: That's
1: fair, but I mean, that's just how it goes. It's like, the Broncos needed a quarterback. The Broncos were desperate for a quarterback. The quarterback option presented itself. He went and did it. It was wrong. Yeah. But I do kind of agree with the sense of... The process was right. And it's hard to say. Like, John Elway... Cast on Russell Wilson when he had a chance to draft him. Would the height issue have stopped John LA from going after Russell Wilson again? I honestly don't know. Um, Would be a good thing if he did from where it sits right now. For sure. Russell Wilson couldn't even throw to the outside today without getting the ball knocked down. Um, So, like, You have to look to the future,
0: though, not just the past. It's like, who do you want making your decisions going forward? Are you going to find somebody you trust more than George Payton? And maybe the answer to them is yes, but to me... It's just the talent evaluation. If, if I'm picking somebody who I want to, to rebuild this team, I go with George Payton.
2: But George Payton is no doubt a great scout. And mm-hmm. there's no doubt I think he's a really good assistant general manager because he does know how to scout. Mm-hmm. But so far, what we've seen is being a general manager the results have not been there. And in order to view the future, Hank, you have to see how he's done in the past. Yeah. And so far, the the further we keep getting into the future, kind of the worse it looks for him. So I think he absolutely should be, his job should not be safe.
1: Um, what? Where are you, Ryan? Real quick, Jags going for two to win. 14 seconds left. Trevor, Trevor, Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence got the Lawrence ball at the minute the snap, and a half. Throws to the side. Got it. Oh, my goodness. Jags wow. Beat the Ravens. Broncos next opponent. Well, I guess 14 seconds for legitimate offenses is... is and Justin Tucker. And Justin Tucker. Oh, All right. it's, not over. it's not Justin over. Justin Tucker. Um, anyways, I am really torn here. What I keep coming back to, and the question was, should he be on the hot seat or should his job be yeah. in jeopardy? The answer is probably, from a Broncos standpoint, yes. Because, again that line from London that Greg Penner said uh, about yeah. we trusted George on that one mm-hmm. right was that was that the exact wording of yeah, it yeah i believe it was it was to uh,
2: greg penner told this to uh, the denver post in london when asked about the russell wilson contract ascension he said i put I, something like along the lines of i put my trust in george on that one
1: but i think it was it was past tense i trusted him on that one or uh, something like that and I have to imagine that you make this massive investment in the team and then your general manager puts another quarter billion dollars into a quarterback that I'm sorry, we can just say at this point sucks this year. Yeah. Straight yep. up. Has to make a lot of people mad in that family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because of mm-hmm. that, I think that George Payton his his job is in jeopardy. I also agree with Henry though that You are going to have to make a lot of small moves to rebuild this. And George Payton's Mm -hmm. small moves and also a big move in drafting Pat Sertan have been good. Obviously, Pat last two weeks has not showed that. I'm not letting that, um, you know, take away his entire body of work. With that being said, I think he survives this just barely. Mm -hmm. Uh, And essentially, he is given the opportunity to press a few buttons and see what you can do next year. And if they aren't at the very least close to the playoffs next year, with Russell Wilson as our quarterback, by the way, remember that that ain't changing. No. Then I think he'll be fired next year. But then you're in such a weird
2: spot because this year you're on uh, a head coach for it's one true. year. Then next year you're going to let George Payton hire that next head coach but then potentially fire George Payton if it doesn't work. Are you also firing the head coach, and then you're going to be on your third head coach? Uh, you're right. That's why it's like, to me, this team is
1: bad, and a total teardown needs to happen. So you're probably saying,
2: uh, I
1: think you made a great point there. You're probably
2: saying, Wait, Justin Tucker somehow is kicking a field goal? I don't know where they are or how it happened. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ryan. (laughs)
3: Hold on, everyone. Hold on.
0: It's not even that far. They're at the 49.
2: So 67? 67 so 67 NFL oh. record for a second straight year, isn't that what it would be for no. him? Oh my goodness. Here we go. 2 seconds left.
1: Snap, hold,
2: kick. Holy He's shit. He got it.
1: No, short, short, short. short, oh! short <laughs> wow. Jeez, I would have felt really bad for jinxing the Jags if I did that. <laughs> wow.
2: Okay, Ryan, I was on the I, I I was actually very interested in what you're saying.
1: Yeah, no, it's totally totally fair interruption there. Um I think you made a really great point there. So y- your decision actually is bigger than I really originally thought it was. Your decision is are we allowing just are, are we allowing George Payton to be tied to the next head coach? Meaning he is allowed to make this higher he stays with that coach as long as that coach is here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And you're probably, I mean, for the love of God, probably not firing the coach again after next year. So you're saying, okay, are we we willing to let George live or die with this next next hire? Or do we want a new GM to make that hire and start a whole new clean slate? Again, I understand everyone's anger and frustration with George Payton. I also understand Henry's point that a lot, maybe not all, a lot of G- GMs in that position probably would have done the same thing, thinking they had the the way out of quarterback purgatory. Mm-hmm. In the end, um, everything's going to crash and burn if Russell Wilson doesn't figure it out.
0: Exactly, and that's why, would it, would it suck if you have to fire George Payton after that year and get somebody else? Yes, it would. You'd still be stuck with Russell Wilson for two more years. Yep. Like, at that point, even if you're saying, oh, this is even more chaotic... If they're not close to the playoffs next year, and that's why they get rid of George Payton, you're essentially just screwed until Russell Wilson is gone. And so that's why I don't worry too much about just how screwed you are at that point because you're really looking at maybe 2025. Maybe 2025 you can get rid of Russ. In 2026 you can. So
2: kind of what you're saying, though, Henry, is we're not going to make any drastic moves because oh, we're all tied to Russ anyways. Um, well, well, in any crazy, it, it, we're, we're not going to move on from George because he brought Russ here, so essentially uh, he's tied with Russ and he's going to stay here?
0: No, it's it's because if you think that he has the best chance of rebuilding the organization, then you let him do it. And if you don't, then you don't. But you don't worry too much about, well, he could be hiring this coach and then you have to fire him next year because of that. Or no, but you do
2: when it's three, it could be three different head coaches and three. Oh, I do think no, you no, have to consider but,
0: that. But again, like you're screwed anyway. Like, if you think George Payton can fix this team and he's your best choice, don't get rid of him just because you're scared you might have to get rid of him next year and keep a coach. Like, that just doesn't line up to me. Like, you're, you're screwed regardless for that next year and a half. So don't worry too much about that. It's about who can
1: fix this team this offseason. And I think that's George Payton. You, you could also make the case that, you know, you don't like George Payton has to live with his sins. Uh, and it's up to him to try and fix this. Uh, rather than strapping some other GM who will be extremely hamstrung trying to change anything with so that, that that's massive, not a like, job you want, right? It's like you're gonna have to sink with this ship, figure it out. Yep, but you're also gonna
2: get paid a ton of money to in in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it it's it's a really interesting debate and something that I think is only going to continue to heat up. And let's talk about Russell Wilson, guys, because that looks so scary, and scary and scary as the weeks go on. But first, after watching that game, you probably needed a Breck beer in yes. order to make it through. And Breck Beer has delicious beers. We had someone tag us on Twitter uh, that they were drinking uh, a Vanilla Porter in, I believe, Chicago earlier nice. this week. Wow. Uh, and so you can get in. It, temperature is getting to v- Vanilla Porter season, in my mind, but also, of course, Strawberry Sky. They've got the Juice Drop IPA, Avalanche, Amber Ale. They've got so many different beers, and you need to make sure to try them. Go to BreckBrew.com to find the nearest Breck Brew close to you
1: also uh come by the bar um tuesday world cup all or nothing for the united states have to beat iran to move on into the knockout stages win and in lose or draw and out it's going to be electric here at the bar so come through hang out come for any of the world cup games we open at 6 a.m every day during the world cup when there are games on um, I actually think that is slowly but surely coming to an end in terms of the 6 a.m. games, but the 9 and noon will still be there as we move on. So uh, come hang out with us. It's been a blast watching the World Cup games here. Obviously, you can come watch football anytime. Uh, nuggets, Avs, we have game sound on for all these games. So uh, come check out the DNVR bar and enjoy yourself a Bones Highland special, which I had mm. today, and it is delightful.
0: And also make sure you get yourself a Uh, If you want to watch the Avalanche or you want to watch the Nuggets or you want to watch the Rockies, that is the best and least expensive way to do it. Plus, you'll also get the DMVR channel, which is cool, too. Um, If you sign up right now by going to evocatv slash DMVR, it will cost $25 a month plus another $5 for the receiver, and you'll be able to watch Altitude, you'll be able to watch Root Sports, you'll be able to watch the DMVR channel, along with a whole bunch of other stuff. Again, that's ivaca.tv slash DMVR to watch your favorite Colorado sports teams and original DMVR content.
2: How about this, guys? The Broncos, 14.3 points per game, what they average now, is the worst in the NFL. Not just Broncos, the entire NFL, since 2000. Who is that team? The
1: Browns,
0: the,
2: the two
1: thousand Browns. Browns. You don't have to know the specifics of that no. team, right? Right. You just know like there <laughs> yeah. was a couple decades there. You yep. don't want to get compared. Yep. to. Yep. Exactly. Apparently
0: that was the worst of it, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is inexplicable. It really is. Um, you know, I've said this several times, but just no one could have seen how bad this was yeah. coming. Uh, and and I truly don't understand. What's happening? Like, I truly don't. Um, because it is not as though Russell Wilson is worse than Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke or Joe Flacco or Case Keenum. Now, he looks worse this year, but I don't think that overnight he went from, at the very least last season, like a middle of the pack NFL quarterback to the worst quarterback or one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL just from a little bit of aging. I really don't think that's possible. So I think there is a insane level of disorganization on the offensive side of the ball that falls on everyone in charge of it. And there is a little bit of hope in me that like bringing in a real legitimate coaching staff could help change that.
2: And the way I view it, and unfortunately I'm kind of viewing it from the other lens of a a great quarterback – who we thought Russell Wilson was should be able to raise everyone's performance he from should. coaches to players uh, everywhere throughout an organization. And it is just, it's not happening in and, and every week when I predict the under and I predict the Broncos to score 16 points in the back of my head, I'm still thinking like, this could be the one this, this could be the one where, where maybe Russell Wilson uh, turns it on. And we're now 12 weeks into the season still hasn't happened. I am concerned that like, holy shit, Is Pete Carroll the best coach in NFL history for for what he did? Because Russell Wilson, especially today, looks lost, looks scared, looks so uncomfortable in the pocket. He's literally running in circles in the pocket, and we don't even see the Russell Wilson plays come out of it. it. I hope he's just... I don't even know. I hope he's way in over his head and Nathaniel Hackett's offense just doesn't make sense to him. But then that's also scary as hell because it's the NFL. Quarterbacks should be able to handle really any sort of offense put out there. So that scares me uh, as Travis Kelsey... Who's washed according to Ryan, takes it into the house for a <laughs> touchdown. Uh,
1: but, 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 I, it, it's, I, I don't I meant, have that well, energy to defend my
2: bad takes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I am officially extremely worried about Russ moving forward. And Ryan, I hope it's as easy as bringing in the right guy for him. But Nathaniel Hackett just keeps saying, we're building this around him. We're building this around him. And I believe that they're trying to, but are they just that inept where they're doing it the complete wrong way? Or is Russell Wilson just not that good of a player, that elite of a player? Wow, he did it on Jalen Ramsey too. Cut
0: his um. ass. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of it comes back to that offensive line. I think that it's so easy to get caught up in everything else because nobody likes to watch the offensive line, but they've really struggled recently. They've gotten really, really bad. The fact that there's no running game at all. Latavius yeah. had the one big run. They'll make the stats not look so bad. But but outside of that, they have not been able to run the football. So that, that whole half of playing offense is just dead. Like you're with Latavius, who is your best option. You're just saying, okay, go out there, give us three yards per carry over 14 carries, and that's, that's your job from week to week. That's not offense. That's not how things work. And then it just expands from there. So all of a sudden, the defense doesn't respect the run. They're not sitting in the middle of the field. So that opens the middle of the field up a little bit. Russ isn't taking advantage of that. He's never been able to do that in his career. They aren't protecting him. How many hits did he take again today? Some of it's his fault. I and mean, there's a couple times where guys get into the pocket today. and he's, uh, he's trying to like run around and, and dodge them and that's just not working. He doesn't have the burst to do that anymore, but that combined with the offensive line, letting guys back there really doesn't help. And then he's jumping when he goes to throw as a passer, things are not going well. There aren't many open receivers at this point. He doesn't see them when they are open. I mean, then he doesn't hit him. I mean, you everything needs to be going wrong for the for a team to be this bad. Yeah. Like, and everything it, is. Exactly. So if you want to point to one thing and say like, I think that's it. I mean, you're probably right. Like that's a part of it, but it is <laughs> literally everything is going wrong.
1: Yeah. And it's scary because the offensive line was the scapegoat in Seattle anytime things were going wrong. Mm-hmm, and right. I also don't think they ever put together a, a, a good offensive no. line. Um, but the, it feels similar to that. At the same time, I do believe a strong offensive line would allow you to get a strong running game if you had any backs, mm-hmm. um, and that would allow you to open things up for Russell Wilson, and that would allow things to slowly but surely get easier for him. So I do think that is the quickest fix, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's not one of those things that you can just be like, oh, we want a new offensive line. Okay, we got one. Exactly. It, it's, I feel...
2: So then that it kind of boils down to, it, at least the way I interpret what, you, what you're what you saying, Ryan, is uh, what I was saying in the first half. you got to blow this thing up. And uh, where are your assets? On the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. It, you're looking at blowing up the defense in order to get that offensive line and get a playmaker. Um, you're probably just going to maybe have to let Draymond walk instead of giving him $20 million. Use some of that money to go get offensive line and free agency. Uh Pot- potentially trading your top guys on defense too, Justin Simmons, Yeah. Pat Sertan. Now, he's the one guy that I hesitate to, but if you can get two first-round picks for Pat Sertan, <laughs> I mean, you're at this point where yeah. Ryan because and Henry, because of the way that, that everything has to be built around Russell Wilson moving forward, you have to give him everything now because you're not moving mm-hmm. on from him. So I'm at that point where when I say blow it up, I mean – pretty much blow the defense up because you can't win consistently with defense and the Broncos have tried over and over and over and over again. And uh, you got to have assets on the offensive side of the ball because you don't have the first and second round pick next year. It is, though,
1: like a little bit of a sunk cost fallacy, right? Where you screwed it up with Russell Wilson – and then you keep dumping yeah. more and yep. more and yep. more into it to try and yeah. fix it. Yeah, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, it, it's yeah. totally fair. You gotta you gotta dump something into that offense though, because it's terrible. D- I agree, but at the same time, what if Russ is just horrible now? What if he is this See, bad, really, it, regardless? And you just like dumped all these assets into Brandon Whedon? <laughs> yep. Hey, yep. why? Yep.
0: Why not? I mean, you've got three years with him, regardless. Yeah, yeah. That's like, the thing is, you if, don't have a choice. If, at least
1: starting not good, next year, <laughs> <laughs> you get your first round pick back, and if you suck again. Then you'll get a high one. Well, yep. And
2: that's why if you suck and, and Russell Wilson is this bad, well, then you're going to move on from him and need mm-hmm. a lot of dead money maybe a year or two earlier than you yep. were planning on. But then you'll have that first-round pick to at least go and do yep. something with and get a new quarterback. And to
0: me, building around Russ means you start with the running game. You You just have to get some running game going because that way if he's bad, guess what? You're going to be able to grind out a couple wins. Every team in the NFL wins a couple of games just because they can run over a team. Like Maybe not even because they're better, just because it it happens. Broncos haven't had that once. You just got to get that going. You hope you can build one of the best in the league with Javante coming back. Again, that's a risk. Who knows? But to me, offensive line is where it starts. Running game is where it starts. You're stuck with these receivers. Uh, Like, after next year, if you want to switch out Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, feel free. (laughs) At this point, you're stuck with those guys, though.
1: Um, I, I can't believe I have to do this. I guess this is just a weekly PSA that we have to share on this podcast. You cannot get rid of Russell Wilson. No, you can't. It's in the comments, I see it a million times. Every three seconds, I'm looking over there. Someone says, get rid of Russell. You can't. It's not an option. So we have to just stop. There, You have to figure something else out. Someone was saying, like, what can the Waltons do about this? I was thinking, like, Nothing. maybe they can offer him, like, okay, you retire. <laughs> and then five years from now, we'll talk. We'll, like, spin up this story about how we developed a great relationship. <laughs> and we'll give you a stake of the Broncos. Uh, it just can't look like it was a, an exchange. Um, that's the only thing I can really think of. But I uh, yeah. honestly think Russ has too much pride to retire at this point. I think so, too. Maybe after th- next year, I could actually see it. If he sucks again. Um and he just beat down week in, in and yeah week exactly out and because Broncos fans have absolutely I mean he would become eventually public enemy number one yeah
2: oh yeah, yeah it, it absolutely would um and it's it's to the point where there there's the tiny things of, of what you're talking about Hank that yeah. that we got to see today the 52 yard run from Latavius Hold Murray. on I yeah. still
1: have to, you can't trade him either you can't cut him you can't <laughs> trade him no one is taking on that contract for anything and and m- even if you could it, yes. Exactly. You still get hit with all the dead cap that you would get hit with if you if you. Cut him.
2: And so, really quick, what what Ryan means by that is, if you were to cut him after this season or trade him, a hundred and seven million dollars in yep. dead cap, meaning money that you cannot spend. That's nearly half of what uh, the the uh, salary, cap, salary cap is going to be. It is impossible.
0: Yeah, you. you it's impossible. There's yeah, no way I to field the team. Have, yes. You could cut your entire roster. It wouldn't save enough money. Then the following year,
2: eighty-five million dollars in dead cap. Again, just Still simply, simply not possible numbers um, wise i don't think so and uh so that that won't happen the following year if it is yep. as bad as can be 49 million dollars in dead cap his cap it would actually be 55 yep. million dollars so there you can say okay if he's going to be hurting us let's just pay him essentially the exact same amount of money to not have him on the team but even then what an awful situation to be in but still the next two
1: years, he is not going anywhere. Nope. I just people, uh, I, Now I just give up because people still don't get it. They're saying, eat the cap, eat the cap. There's no way. You eat can't eat the cap. Eat it's the literally cap.
0: impossible. You could cut every player on your roster, sign all college free agents.
1: You still wouldn't have enough cap space to eat that deal. So you can't do it. <laughs> move on. Um, and we're going to move on, except for we're staying on Russell Wilson. Yep. Very interesting scene on the sidelines today uh, that popped up during the game, and it was Mike Purcell fresh off of a 15-yard penalty that he drew, which actually, in a way, resulted in Jalen Virgil then fumbling the ball to the Panthers. Um is coming off the off the sidelines, and I don't know if Russ maybe said something to him like, "Hey, can't have that," or like something along those <laughs> lines. No, I know we can't have. Didn't our, that look like that's what that's happened? Possibly. I mean, Mike
2: Mike Purcell is walking straight, yep. and then he immediately like you could see the words from Russ hit his hit his body because he just freaks out and runs <laughs> right over.
1: What I mean? What could Russ have possibly like? Does he really have the nerve to tell an NFL veteran like? Can't have that penalty there. There's no, I can't, I, I I can't put that on Russ.
2: Or something maybe like, keep your head in, keep your head in the game. That's kind of what I would, yeah,
1: like, (laughs) hey, don't lose your cool or, you know, stick with, maybe it was like words of encouragement and Purcell just wasn't having it in that moment. Like everyone's kind of sick of anything Russ is doing right now. And he snaps on him and, and, I mean, is jawing at him and I think, Of all the things, like, players yell at each other on on the sideline, but Russ's, like, entire lack of response really at all was a bit alarming to me.
2: Mm, Because it kind of reminds you of Peyton Manning and Jeff Saturday. Going back and forth on the sideline where Jeff is mf'ing him, and Peyton goes over and MFs him right. It's passion, and yeah. and, and right after the game, those guys said, "No, we're we're on the same page. You know, we're teammates. The, the the classic brothers. You know, brothers fight and stuff. And this was just like no response. And we are getting some answers." I should say, about what happened. Should we, should we hear a couple remarks oh, um, from yes. the podium? This is, I believe, Russell Wilson talking about... No, this about, looks like Purcell. Okay, this um, is yes, Russ. Yes, yes. This is Russ talking <laughs> about the exchange. I hope the audio is good enough.
3: First,
0: what, what happened with you and Mike on the sideline? What it it blew up on social media. So I was going to ask know. that first. Uh, is, <laughs> what happened with that, in that situation? Okay. <laughs>
2: Okay, so essentially what Russell Wilson said um, was uh, he, uh, Mike Purcell was trying to get him pumped up. He said he came over and said, let's effing go to Russell Wilson. That's what Russ said. And then Russ did say that they are on the same page um, and, and they're good. I'm
1: more interested in what Mike Purcell had to say. Yeah, we, I, okay. Russ always I'm going to sure lie. they got a little huddle. Sure they were told what to say. So, of
2: course. so let, let, let's check out what uh, Mike Purcell had to say. Hopefully, this audio is a little better. Uh, you know, you said, it, it comes from a place of love. You know,
1: we're all in this together, we're all brothers, and uh, you know, Spark comes from somewhere. You know, and that's a we're off it, So, they're, they're about to take the field. So, that's all it is. is there? S- Kale, can you tell us? I think you're the only person who could hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not really. Super loud.
2: <laughs> My guess is it's the exact same thing. My guess is he said, you know, I I was just trying to get him pumped up and we're fine. All right.
1: I'll I'll find this and listen to it. Or you can if you want. Um, But this was not, I don't think, what Russell Wilson said it was. Um, I assume it was closer along the lines of, like, do something. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Do something. Anything. Get this team going. Zach?
2: Give us the play-by-play. We're all in this together. We're all brothers. We need energy from somewhere. Or a spark from somewhere. That's all it is. Yep. So, I mean, the company line right there. Honestly, that that's less, though. Think, yeah. yeah,
0: that makes me think he said something. Yeah, for sure.
2: And it just, it, if you're Mike Purcell, uh, just the way he kind of flinched and immediately yeah. changed course was, I don't think Russ said anything bad. It was probably just something like, Buddy, you're going to say something to me right? Now. You yeah. Yeah. are going to say something yep. to me right now?
1: Yeah. That's what it felt like. Again, it's a little bit of conjecture on on oh, anyone's yeah. part. Um, we could probably try and do some, you know, get a lip-reading yeah. forensic <laughs> specialist. Yeah. Um, to the is Mike's
2: back was to, him, yeah, or I know. to us.
1: I know. Maybe someone from the sideline, yep. like a fan, yep. heard yep. it. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll get a, a, better, uh, a better solution to this. But it just feels like another massive problem that the Broncos have is that the players don't like Russell Wilson. And it's something that... Was warned, um, yep. and we saw in a very public way from all of the former Seahawks, well, mostly former Seahawks defensive players. Yes, yes, yes. Which was again one of those things that you're like, eh, yeah. He kind of they felt like he got too much credit for the hard work they did, and blah blah blah. You could kind of write that write that off in that way. But we also saw some signs of this when we were, you know, when I learned about the upstairs office. Mm. It was told to me by players. Who didn't necessarily think that was cool, right? And it wasn't uh, necessarily like a uh, he's you know he thinks he's better than us or anything like that. It was just like yeah, he's not really ever around the locker room. He's in his office, which is on the second floor, Mm. and it was like wow, yeah. Um, And you know, I was uh, that same person told me of a legendary quarterback that they played with who was in the locker room, did not have his office, A a quarterback who's better than Russell Wilson, right. Who was like, he was, he basically said, like, he was the ultimate one of the guys. In fact, when I played with him, he knew my name the first day that I got there when I was just like a practice squad signee. And so there's like these little things that we had learned going on. And all I thought all along was, yeah, as soon as they start winning, all that's going to go away. Yep. 100%. Well, the exact opposite has happened. Yes. And so not only are the guys rolling their eyes at Russ for some of the more cringy things that he does at first then they're like well he's not really one of us then he sucks and it's just like i don't he doesn't really have a leg to stand on for the type of leader that he wants to be and this is as bad as anything that the broncos are dealing with right now because again there's no moving on from russell wilson there's no moving on from all the players who don't like russell wilson right right, now you're just like trapped and I don't know how they can fix that one.
2: And you talk about Trapped and how they can fix that one. We talk about how maybe the Broncos will get a a new head coach boost next week if they made a move with Nathaniel Hackett. You can't do that with the quarterback position because he's he's stuck here. So maybe the new head coach boost wouldn't even help in in reality because you still have the quarterback that that players are are getting frustrated with, to say the least. Yeah.
0: I mean – Colorado fired Carl Durrell. Got a win. Yep. I don't know how that team won a game this year. <laughs> Anything is possible when you fire your coach.
1: Yeah. For one week. Yeah, exactly. For one you, you, week. You get the one-week boost. the only football game I've had fun with this whole season.
2: Wow. That one? Yep. That, yep, yep, yep. Understand. Remember when the, <laughs> remember when the Broncos are 2-1 going into Las Vegas wow. to oh, play actually, the 0-3 Raiders, and it seemed like everything was right? Yep.
1: Yeah, actually, the London game was really fun. Yeah, the London uh, game was fun. Ooh, that was fun. Um,
2: and, and I mentioned Nathaniel Hackett. What do you guys think? He was right in front of the altercation. What do you think because there's a lot of stuff going out on, on Twitter of saying people thinking hackett did nothing, Hackett All didn't right. hear it.
1: He of course heard it. <laughs> you would think. He was but, the like, only he, one in between them.
0: Yeah. He those <coughs> cameras though, when the lenses are so long, like it can look like he's like six inches away when really it's like six feet away. You know, like, sometimes you'll, they'll cut to, like, the end zone view of a play. You're like, oh, here they go. They're lining up at the five-yard line. Right. But it looks like, like, the end zone is, like, right behind him because
1: of the telescope. So, no, no.
0: I <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> Ryan's looking at it
2: right now saying, no chance.
1: Huh. I see what you're saying. Okay, I kind of see what you're saying. Like, it's possible that they were, like, he was, like, six feet behind him. Exactly. When that happened. I just, I I, I will say I Hackett it was, it sounds like some, he's talking to someone in his headset. So that... It's possible that he didn't hear it.
2: With a headset on, yeah. So you know what Hackett said after the game? He said he didn't see it. Maybe a little wise uh. right there to say he didn't see it, because obviously he didn't see it. Um, I I don't know if he heard it. I would imagine. I guess on the sidelines, there's always just a lot of yelling. So honestly, he, he could have just thought that someone was... You know, just doing
0: typical yelling. Especially the headset over the ear on yeah. that side. And, and so like obviously the I didn't see it could be a cop out. Like yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, see yeah. it. Right. It also could be like if he really didn't know that it was right behind him. He doesn't react. He might in, be like, I didn't see it. Like he might right. think he would have seen it,
1: not just He doesn't react right in any way. In any way no, at all. Not at all. Doesn't flinch, doesn't move, doesn't look back to see what's happening or no, who's involved. No. So the more I see it, the more I think he actually might be able to plead the fifth uh-huh. here. Yeah, I, and, I agree. Yeah. And maybe he did
0: hear it and all that stuff. There's just so much we can go off of here that I don't need to throw Hackett into this big mess. You know? <laughs> You'll give him a break on exactly. this one. Yeah. It's, it's like when they lose like 50 to zero and somebody's like, yeah, remember when the that one tight end missed his block? It's like, no, not really. It's kinda on of the side of the screen. Like, there's enough we can fight about right. with all this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's whatever. It's very true. Ryan, after
2: doing some uh some more micro analyzing, what do we see in here?
1: Uh there's like a Broncos staffer who definitely sees it who just looks <laughs> the other way immediately. <laughs> oh god. Um like not like a assistant coach or anything, like, you know, so just I'm so happy that wasn't hackett, because he would just be getting roasted. Yeah. I mean there's obviously some players who see it. I'm looking closer about like Russell Wilson. I think he says, "I got you."
2: Russ says that to Mike, so that
1: would support yeah, would. what he said. Let's f and go. Yeah, I got you. Do something. Let's get points. Yep. Whatever. Let's f and go. But I'm pretty sure Russ says, "I got you. I got you."
2: Okay. Okay. Well, maybe the story is. Uh, I shouldn't say I'm pretty sure. There. I
1: should say that's what it, it looks like. It to
2: It could me. be. Okay. Yeah. F- fair enough. Uh, there was. There was a. a Bright spot, man. It's so tough to even say that. But a cool little moment, and let's oh. hand out our DraftKings sportsbook, king of the game here, to Whoa. Brandon
1: Johnson. But,
2: okay, his family is like, man, yeah. what a cool game. Yeah. What a yeah. cool opportunity. First career NFL touchdown. But, I mean, those those kind of sad uh, dying horns that you guys just did pop, pop, pop. was not just this being the only touchdown, but how they got it. Yes. Oh, yeah. my God. At that point, it was like, just don't even. I mean, this is just kind of like an insult now that the Broncos are going to have like nine chances to score and then finally get one when, it, when there's just broken coverage.
1: That was the most, like, plodding touchdown ever. Ugh. It, like... If you were trying to ice a lead, that would have been a great drive. Yeah,
2: <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Not when you're just desperate to score. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, uh, I, I'm really happy for Brandon Johnson. Let me try to yep. put everything yep. aside. Yes. Really. Great job. Uh, went through a lot, obviously, this year. Um, was really impressive in camp. Dealt with the injury. Was able to stay around, which I think is a testament to work that he put in in camp. Yeah. And once he got healthy, was able to get out there for him to get his first NFL touchdown. Uh, hats off, stoked for him, stoked for his family. Um, yeah. Yep that yep. that good good
2: good way to put it. And let me tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook because right now you place five dollar bet on any NFL team to win, you get a hundred and fifty free dollars in your account if that team wins. That's a great way to get your account started for new customers. And they've got so much going. This this past few days has been insane. With how much sports has been going on and let's say there's a game that you don't really have interest in, you want to get some action in on it, DraftKings is probably offering you a boost. In fact, today, another two fifty percent profit boost on a parlay. So I've got one, gonna figure out my other one for later today, maybe tomorrow. But DraftKings just always dishing out great ways to get in and have some fun.
1: We're up to how many games have they played? Eleven? Uh twelve. 11. 11. eleven, you're right. Three eleven. Uh ten and one on Unders Broncos games. Woo! <laughs> wow. Yep, it's a pretty good bet. They Impressive cannot stuff. set that number low enough.
2: Nope. So today ended up being, today got a little juicy at the end. 33, because, though.
1: Yeah, 36. A lot of people got the number at 36, and the Panthers could have kicked a field goal instead of going for it on that fourth mm, down, which would have pushed that. I actually got it at 37, so I was sitting pretty either good, way. Good, good, wow. man.
2: And the unders, I mean, I'm going to give that out tomorrow for my DraftKings the Week. I don't even know what it is. But the unders, just too good. So, you may just want to jump on that before anyone Who else. What do they play does. next week?
1: Uh, Ravens. Wow, that's like a, pr- a great unders game, too. Right. I don't think they can set it low enough. I completely agree. Is it and possible they set that at like 33 and a half or n- something? No, because Lamar. I so, he, I know. people are just
2: going to be like, well, he, he has the chance. He has it's the potential. Be like 40. Yeah.
1: yeah. He scored like 20 points today. Yep, exactly. No, 27.
0: So many field goals, though. Like, they so were just getting inside the 10, yeah. inside 15, kicking
2: mm-hmm. right. field goals. Mm. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app now, and use promo code DNVR. We need to sign up to get these offers. That's promo code DNVR. And make sure to see our show notes for details.
0: Also, make sure you get out to Infinity Park. Uh, the American Raptors are uh, are an awesome rugby team based right here in Glendale, Colorado. They're made up of player, or of athletes from other sports. They're so soccer players, football players. They teach them how to play rugby and then put them into that program. At Infinity Park, the American Raptors, with the idea of teaching them enough about rugby that they can get onto the U.S. national team. They just finished up their second uh, season, and uh, things went pretty well. So make sure you stay tuned to the DMVR Rugby Podcast with Colton Strickler. And uh, (laughs) make sure that you also uh, uh, read all the written content. And if you're looking for tickets, AmericanRaptors.com. There you go. Uh, shall we hear from the people? Oh, man, I bet they are ready to talk.
2: Here's oh the
1: first thing that we're going to hear from the people. I put out a poll oh. Um, at noon. I think it was, like, third quarter? No, second quarter. Okay. And I said, would you rather, A, continue watching the Broncos, okay. or B, redo all of the Thanksgiving dishes? Oh, uh, my gosh. Meaning all the mess <laughs> that was created from all of the cooking that was done at your house. What would you rather do? Zach, guess the results of the poll. Oh, Thanksgiving dishes. 1,500, 1500 votes. What was the Ooh. percentage? I'm going to say uh, 70%. 88% of oh people my would goodness. rather do the dishes for the rest of the day than watch the Broncos.
2: I got to give props to the people because that's uh, that's the active route. You know, watching the Broncos mm. game, you can at least just be doing nothing.
1: That was someone. Uh, someone did say that. Like, well, at least I can just sit on the couch and drink beer for the right. Broncos. Yeah, exactly. That's a wow, s- it, we're back to bad and boring, right? Uh, I mean, we're well past bad and boring, uh, abysmal <laughs> bad and boring was a few weeks ago. <laughs> abysmal and boring, um, what's worse than boring? Gosh, I don't know, uh, sleep- tiresome, sleepy, yeah. Like, not only is it just boring, but it also makes you tired. It's abysmal and unconscious,
3: wow.
1: <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, yeah, something unwatchable. Uh, but it's, it's like, Definitely it's done. like mentally draining to yeah. watch the Broncos. Like, it's not just like, wow, I'm bored. I wish I could do something else. It's like, God, I feel like, I don't know. I, I feel like my my soul is slowly but surely leaving my body through every orifice. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Good yeah. way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, it does.
2: It's not yep. very fun. It's yeah. so
1: unfun. It sucks so much. Yep. Um. All right. Well, that was bad timing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess we could just read them from the we side. Can. Uh, first one comes in from Stephen Scholey as we get to the Super Chats here.
2: Wait, don't you have to read it? Stephen Scholey, you know, like you would say? Scholey?
1: Sholey. Scholey. Scholey yes. from Stephen Sholey, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Russ has blown his Hall of Fam- Hall of Fame chance. He's big bad. I mean, if it continues on this path, yes. definitely. Yeah. Oh, and definitely. I mean,
2: that then Pete
1: Carroll will be a Hall of Famer. He probably already was going to be. Um, it's like first
2: ballot now.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's going to get a lot of credit. And, and I think they'll probably retroactively give additional credit to the Legion of Boom. Mm. They might get all members in.
2: Oh, man, I do not. I hate them. I do too. I can't stand the Legion of Boom. But yeah, it would
1: probably be right. Yep. Um, wow. Real quick. Over under on when we find out Nathaniel Hackett's uh fired. Like set the time. Um, I would I would go um seven fifteen in the morning
2: tomorrow.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'll take the under. So sooner? Yep. Yeah. I mm. definitely take the under. There's like the six AM news that comes out. I also think this could be like a late night news. I think thing. we might
1: get like a midnight yeah. mountain time drop. So like two AM Eastern.
2: Well, call me if it happens. I may be <laughs> asleep at that point. <laughs> I
1: I would love to be asleep, but I'll probably be awake.
2: I uh just just do it, just do it now. I don't see what what the holdup is. Just wait to get off the plane. Yeah, it's also a
1: totally different. I guess it's not uh it's the same PR, so they I feel like would have a hand in when the news yeah, drops. Probably. But it, it does feel like maybe we might get a change up of like. The Broncos almost always do things in the morning after. They almost always do something. Like, right. maybe it's uh, it's different this time, and we just find out soon. Mm, I mean, if it's
2: eventually going to happen, just make it happen.
0: Yep. I, was, uh, I just looked up the pro football reference. They have a Hall of Fame monitor. Oh. So it just, like, scores every quarterback. So right in front of Russell Wilson, odds to get in, Ken Anderson, Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers – Ben Roethlisberger. It's so like Roethlisberger's getting in; those other two, Eli's probably for sure getting in. Right behind him, Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, and then Boomer Esiason, Joe Thais, those guys who didn't get in. And he's right on that line. Yes, because Cam,
1: is. I don't think is getting in, and he's working against himself. He is. Right. And, I would and, guess he
0: was higher on this list before the start yeah. of this year. Coming
2: Should, here, I thought he was for sure going to be a Hall of Famer. Now I am yeah. questioning it. Should he I just thought go, he was padding uh, stats
1: for five years at the worst. Yeah. Should I just go put on the producer headset and bring up the Super Chats? <laughs> we may need you. <laughs> no, as long
0: as we can record <laughs> Kale's reaction when he gets back. <laughs> yes, that would
2: be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Screw it. I'm doing it. Oh, there All we right. go. I love it. RK to the producer. RK chair.
2: producer. So do we call you Super Producer RK Movie He's got to earn it. He's got to earn it. That's yeah, true. We don't even know even junior if he producer can, uh, RK, junior interim
0: yeah. producer. Uh, okay, interim producer. Okay.
2: Yeah, it is a football show. Oh, interim. I said intern. Oh, yeah. Oh. So in the comment section, <laughs> the- let us let us know if you can hear Ryan. He was just talking. Yeah, he was. Um, can you hear him? Can you
0: hear him? boy, we're just. Uh, Hopefully, the answer is yes. I don't think we. Uh, we're just have a three
2: any... and eight podcast right now. We are. RK getting it done. Jose, you got to help us out a little no. more. Are you hearing, Ryan? Not really. JJ Wright said not really. That's that's not good. Barely. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Can you hear him, now? You hear him now? He now. just said, "Oh, T-Mobile no. commercial no just came in." Maybe no. uh, uh Can't no, hear. maybe maybe we just uh Ryan just takes the rest of the show off from talking. All right. Wow. I think I'm fixed. All right. Okay. What about now? Can you hear him him now? Definitely not super producer. Kind of barely.
0: Very little. Let's. If there is no other sound. No, they're saying you don't have a mic, Ryan.
2: So. um, Said, can
0: you hear me now? Not very very well. well. What about now? What about now? All right. This is going
2: forward. Wow. Ryan, if you just bring Uh, him up and you can join us again, I can can read him enough. Um, Next one coming in from Andrew says. My foil hat conspiracy theory, the only way the Broncos would get Russ is if Seattle gets a top five pick. If Russ is this bad, well, I got a new name for him, Jamarcus Russell Wilson. Wow. Yikes. That's
0: harsh. That's harsh.
2: And that's what we're looking at right now, guys. Do you know what pick the Denver Broncos are sending the Seattle Seahawks as of now?
1: First and foremost, I'm officially retiring from my production career. Oh, What a shame. Yeah, good news. Uh, But the good news is we have Kale back. Um, Kale, you probably chose the worst possible time to leave. (laughs) I then tried to take over for you as producer, and it went horribly. It did go badly. (laughs) Um, So let's go back uh, to the third super chat that we have. Really right.
2: quick, really quick. What's your guess? Yeah, we, we'd be starting there. What, what's your guess on uh, the pick the Seattle Seahawks are getting from the Denver Broncos for Russell Wilson? Number three? I would guess three. Bingo. A top wow. three pick. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Bill and, Anderson maybe? And, uh, well, Chicago's at two right now. So Houston's for sure taking a quarterback. Yep. Chicago, no. Uh, eh. So you could be talking about CJ Stroud, Bryce Young. Yikes. Big-time yikes. Big-time yikes. But still have to hit. It does. It does. But yeah. if you're talking about a top-two quarterback in a draft, you'd feel pretty good about it, 50, oh, especially yeah. with this year.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Also for the Jamarcus Russell thing, completed 52% of his passes in his career. Russ is at 59.5 this season. <laughs> 18 touchdowns, 23 interceptions. Russ is at 7-5. and five. What is Russ's 59 is uh, coming down after today, though. 131.7. I think that's including today.
2: Um, it makes no. it look like it. Spotrack, okay. or are you on? Google. Oh, Google.
0: Okay, maybe it does include it. Okay. Um, um, he was at
2: 59 coming into today, and oh, today he was not. at 55.
0: 65 quarterback rating for Jamarcus, 83. For, so he's not Jamarcus Russell bad.
1: Fair enough. All right, next one. Uh, Hackett needs to go. Only watching Nugs and Abs. You may get life. Your, make it your wish. Bring in, uh, bring U.S. World Cup in there too. The fellas think it'll happen within twelve hours. Yep, yep, yep. We're gonna be yep. up early tomorrow. Yeah, that is for sure. At least there's
2: World Cup games on. <laughs> that is also true. Alfredo says, this is whack. You could feel or you could tell the team is done and not even trying out there. They need to fire hack it like yesterday. Any coach slash OC combos you would like to see next year? No. The, 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 <laughs> I mean, just, just the one that's just so obvious. Lazy. I don't know how you want to, how you want to classify it. I think you can classify it many different ways. Is Dan Quinn um, and who is it Schottenheimer with him down yeah. there in uh, in Dallas? I mean, that's the one that just makes the most sense, especially if it's George Payton making the calls still, because how much he likes Dan Quinn, how he was close, but Dan Quinn could easily turn the job down. He could say oh, yeah. unless the Walton say here's 15 million dollars to come do this like they could get yep. him if they really wanted him but he could say I don't want to go somewhere where I'm going to be put in such a tough spot totally mm-hmm. and yeah. also the Broncos passed up on him last year true
1: I, no well I don't think they did you don't think they had the money to get him I just think that the, I think that the the Cowboys made a really compelling case to him to keep for him to stay. Man, that's just that's
2: brutal yeah, though. Is. If you're gonna get passed up for for a for a head coaching position to stay a, a defensive coordinator,
0: but you also look at what that Cowboys defense is doing, and now we're sitting here saying, I mean, yeah, he might pass up on the Broncos again. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And he might be a top candidate up. somewhere. Yeah. All right, next one coming in from
2: Steve says, I've always liked Mike Purcell. I love him today after watching him yell at Wilson. Do you guys think that that was perceived just completely positive for Mike Purcell, him doing that? Yep. And what does that say about just where Russell Wilson's at with the team,
1: with the fan
2: base, everything?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's not much more you can say about this stuff that we haven't already said. Like, it's, they are in dire straits. And there's not many ways out. No. That's why you kind of have to bring in, like, a Russ whisperer. Like, someone that you know he has a good relationship with, that has had success with him calling plays, and so on. So just keep, in a way, keep doing what
2: you're doing, though. Because Nathaniel Hackett, it's all about Russ. Russ can do whatever he wants on the field, off the field. We're just going to let Russ be Russ. Instead of taking the other approach of saying, we're gonna have someone come in who's going to put Russ in his place who's not going to uh, let him do things his way who's going to tell Russell Wilson what
1: to do instead of being told what to do I just think you have to find a way to make him successful not like and, and, and by that I just mean like bringing someone who knows what works for Russ right and try and recreate that.
2: At this point, I mean on the football field you have to do that yeah because <laughs> you're stuck with
1: him. All right next one. Kyle says, "I don't even know what to put in this super chat. This team is so depressing. I don't know if Hackett gets fired before the end of the season. Uh, more suspect Outen and Stooks gone tomorrow. I don't know. Sad mm, face.
2: I mean, that is a good point about could there be could there be scapegoats and maybe not even scapegoats could deserve for that uh, to happen. The the Broncos special teams today." Just absolutely atrocious. I mean, you get a great return for Montreal, Washington, and then it's brought back, not by one, but two penalties. You get True. the Mike Purcell penalty on special teams you have the Jalen Virgil fumble on special teams you have a Brandon McManus kick this is all in one game they execute a fake punt on you I mean just talk about how bad special teams is Chris
1: Waitman had a decent game
0: I know and that's what stands out like they've just been so bad for so long I was like huh really punted the ball well it's like they've (laughs) 44 return yards on five punts that's that's not bad for the Panthers like I was talking, it's really not
1: that good, though. It just feels really good after everything we've seen. <sighs> Next one. Uh, a Chiefs fan sent Wilson back in the year 2078 Termin- Terminator style to destroy the Broncos. Hopefully we draft uh, John Connor. Cheers from Wallow Gang, Australia? Oz? Oh, Oz <laughs> from,
2: uh from, from uh, Wizard of Oz.
1: I have no idea. Yeah,
2: I don't either. Well, we really appreciate you, you chiming in.
0: Doesn't look like there are any John Connors in college football right now.
2: <laughs> I think that
1: it was a reference to the movie. I think so too, but you were seeing it was back. an option. All right, fair Not enough. Not an fair
2: option. says so Stewart says, "Here's a few bucks for your electric bill. Hope it keeps your lights on and on there when there's dark times."
1: Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, court says, Russ is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Can't believe we're hitched to him for the next three years. Kind of crazy. I mean, in terms of Broncos history, at least in our lifetime, I think Russell Wilson is playing the worst of any quarterback. He, he's basically Joe Flacco. Yeah. Man,
2: Joe Flacco with an incredible amount of expectations. What was Joe yeah.
1: Flacco's QBR versus what Russ is at? Oh, I'm sure it was better.
0: I, today's
1: QBR is going to be abysmal. Yeah, it really is. The sacks, even the, the completions were all
2: short. Yeah. And honestly, if you do the QBR in the first until garbage time, oh my goodness. Like we may be talking 20, 10, 15 <sighs> until garbage time Lord, raises though. it up to 30
1: or something like that. I don't like think that. it's going to be that high. He's like at 27 on the season.
0: That's a oh my in terms of just oh QBR I do have that. Uh, I have quarterback rating for Flacco is eighty five point one in Denver, eighty three point three this year for Russ. Okay. QB, I have That's
3: QBR,
2: quarter- Joe's QBR, fifty point eight. So he was average. Oh my God. Russ's is so much worse. Russ's is so much worse. Henry, do you have Russ's I don't. pulled up there? You said coming into the game it was in the thirties, Ryan. I think it was twenty seven. Um wow, that is and it's only gonna come down today. This year Russell's quarterback Or QBR thirty two point six. Okay. I was a little low on that. It'll be below thirty after today.
1: Oh man. All right, next one. Uh Kyle says, here's more money. Where does Russ rank in Broncos favor? Orton Cutler. Um, well,
2: I Cutler was He was a pro bowler. Cutler was and also drove out of town. Like by Josh McDaniels. So I think so. Or what are we talking about? Or just goodness.
1: I think in terms of like where he where he falls in the fans' eyes. Yeah, so kind of at the
2: bottom, all of it. Yeah, he would
1: be at the bottom. Well,
2: if it continues to go this way, Russ still has an opportunity to pull himself out and be what we thought he was going to be, right behind John Elway and Peyton Manning in terms of best quarterbacks to ever play for this franchise. He does have that opportunity because he's not going anywhere. So he still has a couple of years to turn it around, but if he stays like this, probably at the very bottom, not just because um, the expectations, but because of how crushing his contract is going to be to the team for many years.
1: I worry that this thing is going to get to uh, if it doesn't change, it is going to reach Melvin Gordon levels. Oh, and easily. then and then some easily. Yeah, yeah. And I again, I said it after the Melvin Gordon thing. Like I don't want players feeling like this on their way out of town. There will be no stopping. Russell Wilson from feeling the same way about Broncos country as Broncos country is going to feel about him if things don't change. It's very true. Yep. Unfortunately. Next one. Uh, from Chad, Russ again sits on the bench after drives. Purcell shows all of our frustration. Hackett doesn't even call a timeout to avoid a penalty. Pathetic. Need change. Gotta think change is coming in, yep. in, in some
2: former fashion.
1: And the Broncos had to call a timeout on that last drive where they had the ball, and it's like, you're gonna need all of these. Yeah, like it was almost like, a, well, let's just score here because you know it'll make things feel better. Yep,
2: exactly. And that's what that last drive felt like. Also, game management questions, um, heading into halftime again. So that that was just weird and confusing, didn't really make sense. Um, and man, if Justin Outen gets fired, that would just be. I, I mean, if he's, like, a scapegoat, like, the only one to get fired, that'd be so messed up.
1: It, it would honestly be gutless from the Broncos.
2: Yeah, it w- because you didn't even give him play-calling duties. He never did anything. Like, if you want to fire someone <laughs> under Hackett, fire Clint Kubiak. At least, like, you would be able to say his play-calling was that bad.
0: His true title is, like, assistant to the head coach. Imagine saying yeah. that about On the any, offensive any side. other profession, though. Like, you can't fire him. He never did anything. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: right,
1: right. I'm just saying, like, you you can't fire Justin <laughs> Outen without firing Nathaniel Hackett. It's he not never right. did anything. It's, it's, it's so <laughs> can't not right. fire him. It's so not right. It, 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 honestly.
2: And then also, like, f- if, if you're firing just Stukes, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, special teams was bad, but you have a lot more issues
0: than just special teams. And also, it's been worse. It's been plenty worse Honestly, than today.
1: Because, like, you, if <laughs> you're firing, <laughs> if you're firing someone, you're almost doing it like uh, to appease, right? Like the people want blood, so you'll give it to them. Yeah. I think I'll be more mad if they fire anyone, anyone else. Like, either fire Nathaniel Hackett or don't fire anyone. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, but, you're not gonna appease me, right, by firing Dwayne Stukes or. Justin Outen, what if and they you fired know what? Clint Kubiak.
2: Yeah, that would be. <laughs> wow, you suck. And you, you know, know what, Ryan? I, I think everyone's with you. I think fans are there with you.
1: Like, don't try to like toss some meat to the piranhas. Yep, yep. I wonder if if Nathaniel Hackett isn't fired tomorrow.
2: I wonder if we would be seeing a statement from owners, the 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 statement of death
1: uh. from owners come out saying like. We know change needs to happen. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and like we. This isn't acceptable. Yeah,
2: this isn't acceptable. Yeah. Um, we have our team's back right now, or We're something. We're going to
1: evaluate everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Broncos ownership. You Broncos think? country. Let's evaluate everything. Oh man,
2: if you'd want to get big part. Wow, yeah. If you'd want to get really brutal, you'd say they would say, in the words of Nathaniel Hackett, "We evaluated everything, and we are moving on
1: from." Nathaniel oh Hackett. wow. <laughs> Fake Oof. punts got to be one of the top momentum swingers in yeah. football. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. This, this was a this was a punter
2: pass. That was a dime too. It was a strike. <laughs> that's Riley Dixon. Yeah, that's out Riley there? Dixon that
1: yes. is Riley Dixon. <laughs> but a little bit scary here is he had to come back behind the sticks to make the catch. Yeah, yeah that's true. Riley, that's disappointing. Hell of a route. Nice, nice rip, Riley. Yeah. Uh, okay, DK says, anyone got a spare bedroom in Denver? I can crash in for the next three to five years. I live in <laughs> Seattle, and it's rough out here right now for Broncos fans, and just continues to get worse every week.
2: Oh man, I feel that's got to be yeah. the
1: worst place to be. I can't yeah.
2: imagine
0: show up to work every day and everybody's saying, "So how about those Broncos?" Yep, <laughs>
2: yep. Especially the uh, Seahawks are playing right now, and what what do we have going on in that game? Uh, the Seahawks are down 21-20 to the Raiders. That's so many points. Man, that, that game sucks, Five and too. I haven't time yet. Who do you want to win? I mean, I guess the Seahawks, but, like, yeah. they've been The Seahawks are getting so smoked by the Raiders? 21-20, so close game. Oh, 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 oh. But, like, you never want the Raiders to win. I mean, I guess you have to say Seahawks, but they've been, like,
0: ruthless yeah. this year. It's true. That's Brutal. a tough one.
2: Brutal. I think I want the Seahawks to win. I, that's, I yep. think you have to eventually yeah. say that, but it's not fun.
1: Also, the char- uh, the Cardinals were up 10-0, the, the kiss of death on the Chargers. Ah. Everyone knows you never want to be up 10-0. <laughs> yeah,
2: of course. It's very true. Now they're down
1: 14-10. Mm, there you go. Same, yep. same path of the Broncos always yep, take. Exactly. All today <clears throat> yes Yeah, that's and true. the announcer said well Broncos fans have to be thankful they're not up 10-0 I was like <laughs> oh, hey, honestly I'm not going to say what I thought
2: <laughs> <laughs> next one coming in from Kyle says where does this the fall or where does this fall in the fans eyes or where does he fall in the fans eyes God I'm depressed I
1: think he was asking like about the whole favor thing that oh, was a yeah, follow yeah, yeah. up yeah I see thank you for that next one from Brandon Barry uh I have no idea how you boys do this day after day, week after week, loss after loss. I get it's your jobs uh, to talk about this, but what else is there to say about this team? Today feels different. Thank you guys for everything. Well, thank you guys for everything, honestly, and that's a generous $20 super chat yes. from Brandon. Um, you guys are the ones who, uh, who make this. Uh, I saw, I mean, I ran into... a quite a few people yesterday at the buffs game who came up and said hey we love we love dnvr um, and so that's that's what makes this worth it also i do mean it when i say don't ever feel bad for us like yeah. we we're living the dream yes um the, we are. the, the team could make it better for mm-hmm. sure, sure but could. don't feel bad for us we'll be no
2: right. don't and we really appreciate the support and like we say all the time we're here through the tough times the good times and Really they've just only been
1: tough. The, we don't yeah, know what they've, only, like. they've yeah, only been tough. <laughs> tough. <laughs> I guess when they got Russ, that was a good time. That was it was fun. very fun. And it's so. only fitting that it was actually just, uh, it was worse. Somehow, we, right. we, we thought everything was better, and it was worse. Yep. Crazy.
0: What was the stat they had in the broadcast today? Like, Hackett's the third consecutive Broncos head coach to start 3-7? and seven? It's just mind-blowing.
1: It's so bad. And Fangio started 3-8. and eight. <sighs> All oh, right, nice. Uh, from Nick, why not cut ties and eat the money on Wilson's contract? Handle that. We gotta just record a video. Let's, let's just do an a quick little video. Explainer. It will
0: yeah, it'll, it'll just start every single podcast. Yeah, yeah, like the last 15 seconds of the countdown or whatever is somebody explaining why they can't get rid of Russ. Yes. Yeah,
1: but like, let's get into the real details of like yep. what it would look like. Yep. You can either pay 22
0: million dollars to have him. Or one hundred and one million dollars to not have him. One hundred one million dollars that you can't use. You right, don't have right, the right. space to do that.
2: Man, that's just a, that's a podcast. Yeah, one day is just breaking it down. That's more than just a two minute explainer, right there.
1: Fair. It'd probably be both in an article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Cover and all the bases. <laughs> yep, of
2: course. All right, <laughs> Steve coming in and says, "In which game do you think we see the return of the quarterback carousel animation?" Ooh. Real quick,
1: can you go back to the regular comments, Kale? Uh never mind. These, uh,
2: when do we see the quarterback carousel? I
1: mean Soon that's Monday night football, right? It mm. is a Monday night football so thing. So
2: yeah. it would be uh next season. Yep. Broncos only play on Sundays here moving forward. Yep. Um also the Broncos Chiefs game in two weeks from tonight, actually, that's Sunday night football. That we will know if that is flexed by Tuesday or Wednesday this week.
1: If it gets flexed, can it get flexed to eleven AM? Um, I cannot. No, because it. it's in Denver,
2: unfortunately. Yep, yeah, I know, I know. I gotta imagine that if Josh Allen's playing a, a competent team, they'll the jets, flex to that. Or right. Yeah, that's a good game.
0: Mike White? Yep.
1: I think it is Bill's Jets and the marvelous Mike White. But very true. CBS
0: gets to protect one. Uh so like they probably protect that one. I'm not sure what the top
1: Fox game is. We'll see. What a game of chess. What a game of chess. All right. Uh, the Great Brow says, six more years of pain. Defense just doesn't care. It's got to be hard to be that defense man and just keep putting out amazing performances and getting nothing for it. What I will say is, for most of these guys, my th- my message to them would be, like, you're playing for yourself. Absolutely. Don't think about, like, uh, the idea that, you know, it's so hard because of this offense. Like, you you're making money or losing money based on how you play. Absolutely, no. and
2: today I don't feel bad for the defense. I don't think they held up their end of the bargain, True. while also saying that the offense obviously didn't either. No. I, don't, I don't think any part of this team held up their end of the
1: bargain. They didn't. Although it is the magic number of 24 that they held them under. <laughs> the uh, yep. standards have changed. Yep, 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 yep they have. Dar- well,
2: And against a bad offense, too. Man, Darren Gray says, Bench Wilson play backups with Hackett calling plays. Just to be mean
1: on the way out, wants him to get fired. Real quick, our Panthers fans, like, their, their conversations are probably like, yo, Sam Darnold might be the future.
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, they're, they, they're probably upset about this game, about getting a win.
1: Probably. Probably. Because they know Impossible. where their season's
2: going and they still have that first round pick next year.
1: Must be nice. <laughs> next one, I miss Champ Bailey from Victor T. Yes, me too. Although Pat did have a tackle early in the game that on a third down that was vintage champ Bailey. That was so he got so low and not just tackled him, but made sure he didn't go any further. I think it was in the ASU U of A game. Did you see that tackle Mm -hmm. where like it was like a it would have been a first down to ice the game and the guy literally grabbed him by the undershirt and like it was like kind of like out of a movie where like you reach like so close to where you need to go, and then like he just pulls the <laughs> undershirt back and he doesn't quite get to the first down. Oh, wow. One-handed, just on the undershirt, wow. it was sick. Just pure biceps, yeah, right yeah. Just all strength and finger strength, and the guy's My like goodness. almost like running in place because he's trying <laughs> to cut. That
2: is that is too good. Did you guys see uh, Justin Simmons just? Hang on. I think it was to Foreman's leg and kind of get like dragged a yep. yard before he was yep. able to bring him down. Yep. Definitely yep. reminded me of me.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs> Henry said, not a missed tackle. Not yeah, a missed no, tackle. no, no, no. He, yep. he,
0: he got him down he did eventually. Did have a clean whiff later. All
1: yeah. right. Last super chat for now. Maybe we have a couple more. Uh, invest all resources in the O line, take the ball out of Russ's hands, and you can be competitive while we eat the contract. I think you can actually be better than that if you get an, a good offensive line. Yeah. I think you could turn this whole thing around. It's just. You can't just get a good offensive line, or else everyone would do it.
0: I think you could. I don't think I don't know that you would, but I think you could. If you got good offensive line, you could be a playoff team. When uh, when the
2: Broncos got the muffed punt that the Panthers had, and they went down, Oof. I think they kicked a field goal from that. Um, they didn't throw a single pass. Now Russ did get sacked once um, in in that, so they did drop back, but it was. Four or five passes out of five or six plays. And to me, it's like, damn, it's pretty it's pretty uh, telling of what they kind of thought of Russ in that moment.
1: And they, uh, well, when they went down to score that late touchdown, it really felt like to me like they were really trying to get Russ a, a touchdown pass. It did. It did. Just like, well, uh, we'll throw it four straight times trying to get him one. Yep.
2: Ends the day, one touchdown, no picks. Yep. like, okay, that's not great, but it's not horrible.
1: No, today was horrible. I think Russ is getting uh, sick of the dude on TikTok who says making a TikTok (laughs) every day until Russell Wilson has more touchdown (laughs) passes than toilets in his house. Oh,
2: man. And so now he's at eight for the season. He has 12 toilets in his house, and there's six games left. So you do do one a game, just like he did today. I don't think it's happening. You think he ties? Maybe. If he's under, that would mean... Half Ooh. a touchdown a game at most.
1: Oh, my goodness. Pretty rough. It is. All right. Uh, anything else, Kale? Nope. All right. That is all we have for That's you all it. today. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in. We'll, of course, be with you. It doesn't mean you approve of the Broncos' result if you hit us with a thumbs up on nope. your way out. It's true. We appreciate that from everyone. Uh, that is going to do it for us today. We'll see you guys tomorrow maybe be ready for an early morning emergency podcast Mm, i know we will be ready uh so potentially see you early if not we'll see you guys later thanks again for tuning in we'll catch you tomorrow i
3: know some landmarks we used to hit we're flying cotton stick